Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Saturday morning, which can only mean we're talking the National Football League. What is going on, Sex Panther? Football. I've got my baseball plays ready to go. Nobody wants your baseball plays. <laughs> uh, two and two yesterday. Fucking Phillies kind of saved my day. It could have been an absolute disaster. But we are talking football, and we're also talking. I, listen, pre-show, we, we we dick around. We're talking gamer terms. I haven't I haven't been a gamer probably since my Sega Genesis. Man, I don't even know what this shit is because back then we didn't talk to anybody. You just stick your cartridge in and play. Um, but somebody knows a thing or two about gamer words. Fighting Phils in the house. Yeah, I, I had some for uh, the Memphis Tigers last night, man. They <laughs> they broke my heart. It took me back to when Arch and I were were gambling on Ukrainian CS:GO in the summertime. Uh, just I'm trying to just trying to keep it together for you fellas today. That meltdown was so bad it made me a Putin fan. I'm just saying against Ukraine. <laughs> and we've enjoyed our time here on the air, but the FCC <laughs> has just sent us a message. Oh boy! So. We're not here to talk about gamer words, Ukraine, or international politics. We are here to talk about the National Football League. Panther, you had a good week last week. Don't be bashful. Am I locked? You know who didn't? Yeah. Me. You did. Uh, it's me. I hit the mute button. Uh, I went three and two on Sunday, one and zero on on uh, that Thursday game. But then, what what was shaping up like a really good week? Fucking Monday night football. <laughs> Oh, God damn it. But uh, it was still a winning week. What, four and three? So yeah. I'll take that. Yeah, Phil and I did not have a great week, right? Y- yeah, I mean, because I-, I remember during the show, we were on a lot of opposite sides. And um, one of us was going to be able to take a victory lap today. And it's definitely not me. I didn't take the biggest victory lap on Sunday either. I had a uh, okay, okay week. I did get Monday Night Football right thanks to Phil's Indianapolis Colts. Juggernauts coming in big. They're the best team to ever walk the planet. <laughs> no, Matt, Matt Ryan has 11 fumbles so far this year. Wow. 11. Did, was he yeah. at a Daniel Jones clinic? 
nobody's forgotten how to play football. I think. I, I mean, you know, the whole point, and I'm, I'm sure why it was such an attractive offer was, you know, the the better offensive line than what he had in Atlanta, uh, an incredible running game, and some weapons on the outside. And none of that has come to fruition. The line stinks. Jonathan Taylor was out, and. Who's he throwing the ball to besides Michael Pittman? I mean, this is a disaster in Indianapolis. Um, when you put pressure on Matt Ryan, it's over. Like he, he just—he's not getting out of it. It seems like if if somebody gets through, he's dead. He makes Dan Marino look like Usain Bolt. Like, he's like thirty-six years old or something like that. He—he's pretty old. Yeah, I mean, he's as—he's about as fast as an iceberg nowadays, instead of Matty Ice. So. <laughs> But hey, did did anybody see what Jim Irsay posted after the win on Twitter? Uh, no. What what did, what did our favorite drug addict post on Twitter? Uh, he said that win was as beautiful as some old timey actress. I can't remember who it was. Um, oh. And it was just a picture of her in a like a like a pharaoh's uniform. It was the oddest post, and you just have to think like a billionaire's posting this. Was he making fun of like uh, that football was like an old style football? You think? The man's brain should not be uh, studied or, or tried to be understood. I, I had no idea. I, I kind of want to study his brain. <laughs> I mean, it's mush. The guy is constantly drunk. Instead of having coffee in the morning, Greg wakes up and has a few brewskis. Oh, uh, well, maybe he downs a few pills, too. I think we, I think we know that. Could be that. Yeah, thing. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's got a very busy uh, table on the side of his bed. <laughs> see? He, see? He's awesome. Like He's our hero, right? I, I I look up to this man now. I, I just realized. <laughs> All right, enough of that bullshit. Let's get to work, boys. What are we looking at? Oh, I should share my screen so you can see it. But what are we looking at, Panther? Where are we starting? Uh, we're going to start up there in Minnesota. Bears are coming to town. Take on our favorite quarterback, Kirk Cousins. You know, Minnesota. This the schedule makers is always always leave me scratching my head. Uh, fifth game of the season, the fourth home game already for Minnesota. They won back to back against Detroit and New Orleans. Um, the Bears, conversely, this is their third road game, and they do not do very good on the road. They lost at Green Bay, only scoring 10 points. They lost at the Giants, only scoring 12 points. This Bears team is last in the league in points per game and second to last in yards per game. And and I know that everybody's going to point the finger at Justin Fields and, and his inefficiency, which he is incredibly inefficient. But this Bears front office is not doing any quarterback that's been there maybe since Jimmy Mack. I mean, it, they have no weapons. David Montgomery's been injured most of the season. Um, you know, you know the uh, the fill in there. Khalil has has done a really good job. Khalil Herbert has done a good job for filling in for Montgomery, but it's too easy for teams to key on that run game because Justin Fields in that pass game is just so absolute dreadful. I mean. Think about this, 117 yards per game. There's some quarterbacks that do that in a quarter. This is what they're doing in a game. That just that just spells too much on, on a Bears defense that isn't as good as that they've ever been. Um, it's not the, the monsters of the midway, if you will. 
so I think it just opens up the door for Minnesota and Cousins to really do what they want. They've got elite wide receivers, one of the top five running backs, um, who really kind of needs to find his way since Minnesota's only averaging 98 yards per game. But I think Minnesota at home should be able to take care of business against a very, very bad Bears team. I hate that hook, but unless Arch can find me one without it, I guess I'm laying seven and a half on the Vikings. Could not agree more. I'm, I'm on the Vikings as well. Um, or maybe it's just I don't want to be on the other side of you, Panther, you know, for for this week. But I like the Vikings here. Um, the the Bears offensive line is really, really banged up. Um, so I just think that the Vikings will be able to get enough pressure on field to disrupt what is already a terrible passing game. Um, the Bears do run the ball a little bit, but I, I think it's just because they can't do anything else. So maybe those, those yardage figures are a, a bit skewed. But I like the Vikings here, and I like their wideouts to have their way. So uh, give me the Vikes, minus 7.5, but I'm also going to be taking some Justin Fields rushing yards overs. Oh, nice, nice. You think you think he, oh, he's not going to have a big day passing? You think he's going to have a big day rushing? Well, I think he's going to have to run for his life. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be on there. And, it, you know, quarterback rushing yard um, is different than college because sacks don't count against you. So right, right. I think I think Fields will get loose once or twice and cover that number oh very good uh phew, seven and a half it's a lot of points here's the thought process in my mind the vikings have won two in a row that has to be like their, their with kirk cousins as a quarterback that's got to be their, like their high watermark winning two in a row they're the streakiest team in the nfl it's, it's win to lose to win to lose to it's that's what it seems like with the minnesota vikings all the time no matter who the head coach is i'm now seeing an eight Give me the Chicago Bears plus seven and a half. If you can get it, take it plus eight. Fifty bucks. Let's go Bears. I'm sick to my stomach because I just hate it when Arch disagrees with me. He's 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 kind of a sharp. Next game up. Let's take a look at the Seattle Seahawks going to Nolens. Orleans on a three-game losing streak, and now they're going to go to their backup quarterback. Andy Dalton's going to start. This could be good all around for Alvin Kamara, who's really struggled to come out of the gate early part of the season. Um, hasn't been rushing the ball all that effectively. But against a Seattle Seahawks defense that is honestly one of the worst, give up 438 yards total, 154 on the ground. Um, the, the Saints might be able to get that running game going and get Kamara going, but I just don't know if I have any confidence in Andy Dalton. Geno Smith is completing 73% of his passes. Um, he got two of the best wide receiver tandem in, in the game in uh, uh, Metcalf and Lockett. Um, but my problem with the Seahawks is their running game. The rushing yards are there, but I think that's maybe because Geno t- pads those a little bit when, when he scrambles. But... The, the, the problem here for me is the five points. I mean, maybe New Orleans wins. They've been in a bunch of their games, but they also could viably be sitting at 0-4. They're 0-2 at home. The five points just feels like way too many. I'm taking Seattle plus those five points on the road. Yeah, I, I lean with you. Um, the Seattle offense has kind of been kind of been fun to watch. You know, uh, Pete Carroll's taking the chains off Geno Smith. And I think that's because, you know, and I, I heard this on the radio, but that they Seattle is so bad offensively that they don't try and just, you know, sit on the ball and, and, you know, run it and milk the clock, but they embrace the um, variance. So they'll, they'll just go fast and 
whatever happens, happens. So I like it, man. An old man, Pete Carroll, letting Geno Smith sling it. So I like Seattle here for sure. I'm, I'm leaning with you. Uh, was he protecting Russell? Was Seattle's coaching staff protecting Russell? Uh, it looks like Geno's got a little bit more freedom. I mean, looking back, doesn't it kind of look like they turned Russell um, into a like a game manager? You've got to wonder. In now, hindsight? Yeah. Now, yeah. The, being in Denver, the way he looks in Denver, the questions are now really coming to mind. Oh, <laughs> it's so funny. I agree with you, Panther. I'm leaning Seattle pretty hard to that five. I see a five and a half floating out there. If I could get five and a half, I would be on it both feet. Oh, I'd, I'd like that even better. Is that because it's such a common number, five and a half? Oh, yeah. Every game ends at five and a half, right? <laughs> in this in this year's NFL, probably. All right, next game up for me. We're going to take up the Atlanta Falcons going to Tampa Bay. God, Tampa Bay is just in the news in so many different ways. Most of that centers around Tom Brady and the pending divorce with his supermodel wife. Uh, I, I think... There's just no way that something that big and that public isn't going uh, around in his brain and maybe causing some some um, distraction there for for Tom Brady. But you look at the Bucks over their last uh, four games, but they've lost their last two. And that Kansas City game, I'm almost going to dismiss because they they were just game scripted right out of that thing, right out of the gate. They fumbled the opening kickoff. Kansas City scored very fast and then just proceeded to pour it on. Before you knew it was 21-3. to And what's been a suspect run game anyway for Tampa Bay, um, they weren't able to run at all. all. Six rushing attempts the entire game. They've got to get Leonard Fournette going. This Tampa Bay offense is only getting 65 yards per game. Now, granted, that's skewed a little bit because of last week's um shit show but you know they only scored 12 points against green bay 20 against new orleans and 19 against dallas this offense isn't who that we we've seen over the past two years with tom brady and i honestly don't have that much confidence in this offense here again atlanta i think they've been the beneficiaries of some lucky bounces i think if we were to talk luck factor atlanta's been one of the luckier teams but they've been in every game they've played close loss to new orleans close loss to the rams close win to seattle close win against cleveland all i hear is close 10 points just seems like way way too many i think tampa bay wins here but 10 points atlanta should be able to cover that so uh, give me the falcons plus those 10. I, I agree again. I'm, I'm, 10 is way too many in this game. Now, I know Kyle Pitts is out. I know Cordero Patterson is out. Um, but, you know, Marcus Mariota has just been so plucky and fun to watch. And this Atlanta team die. Um, Tom Brady and the, the Tampa Bay offense is like the least frightening version of Tampa Bay since Tom Brady's been there. So um, although the Bucks win, Atlanta covers. I like the 10. Mm. Is it? It's a tough one here. I, I, I don't know if the divorce is going to affect Tom Brady like everyone kind of thinks it is. Okay, now I'm struggling to remember. Wasn't there a story posted in the book club that Atlanta's the only undefeated team against the spread? It was something They're cruising ATS. Yes, sir. Yeah, so there was something like that. So they float that story, and Tampa Bay's a big number. It looks like everyone probably wants to jump on Atlanta. I'm going to lean Tampa Bay minus the 10. Just to lean, though. I, 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 it might be a play tomorrow in the in in the uh, in uh, the book club, but for right now, I'm leaning Tampa Bay. And we we have something important to talk about. So does does Giselle, or Giselle does she pay Tom alimony after this divorce? 
I don't know. She's the bigger earner, right? Because he was not correct. Yeah. Well, probably. Well, I don't know. It's not like either one of them are hurting for money. There's take probably, uh, take her no to the cleaners, Tom. Take her for everything she's got. Yeah, at least get some child support. They they have some kids. Mm-hmm. Lots of them running around. Right. Yeah, you're married to the you're married to the goat. You're gonna divorce him? What the hell? <laughs> All right. Next game up, Dallas at the Rams. This one, I mean, it's like the Riddler. It's just got so many questions around it. You know, well, Dallas has won three in a row, but I'm not giving them much love for, for the last two. I mean, they beat the Giants and they beat Washington, two teams that I don't think are very good. Uh, you take a look at the Rams. I mean, this is a team that you can I me personally, I don't have any confidence in this team at all. And what we saw against the 49ers, um, relatively stout defense, to me, does not bode well against a Cowboys team. Dare I say, have a pretty damn good defense. The Rams cannot find any gaps on their offensive line to run the ball. They're only getting 68 and a half yards per game. And unlike Tampa Bay, that's not skewed by one game. That's pretty much their season. They can't get anything going with Cam Akers or Daryl Henderson. Puts a lot of pressure on Stafford, who doesn't have time to throw because the offensive line is so shit and can't get the ball down the field because Cooper Cup's an underneath guy and nobody else can get deep. I think this Rams team is going to have to find some offensive line help maybe hope to re-sign Odell whenever he's cleared to come back. Uh, Some other teams out there floating around that might sign Odell Beckham. But for Dallas, I mean, is this the last game for Cooper Rush? You know, they're they're talking about how Dak is ready to come back. He's not coming back for this game. Uh, You like the way the defense has played. They haven't been near as explosive as we've seen with a Dak Prescott team. But with the way the defense is playing and the way the Rams' offense is playing (laughs) – just have to take the five and a half points. I mean, maybe it's it's a field goal game. could go either way, maybe a coin flip. But I think Dallas definitely can win this game. And even if they lose, I think they keep it within the five and a half. So give me the Cowboys plus those points for 50 bucks. I like the other side here. Uh, I'm on I'm on the Rams. Um, I don't think that the Dallas defense is as good as we're we're imagining. I mean, they, they their last. Their last game was against what Washington, I think it was, and oh, yeah. the Giants. Yeah, so I mean, anybody's uh, defensive numbers will get inflated whoa, playing whoa, against whoa. those two offenses. Washington has uh, got the MVP according to Out of Bounds. No, no, according according to half of Out of Bounds, half of Out of Bounds. And and I'm sure Kyle is asleep somewhere, so you know I don't have to worry about any repercussions here. But I I just I like the Rams to cover this number. Uh, the jig might be up for Cooper Rush, and I, I think the Rams are going to be pretty. Um, motivated after that that very public loss to the Niners Mm. Uh, split decision with you two and I can't I can't decide it I'm leaning Dallas here I'm not quite gonna bet them Uh, I have a little concerns I I, I keep waiting waiting for the Rams to kind of wake up and be the Rams I don't know if it's coming I don't know if it's coming Uh, maybe this is who the Rams are it's gonna be a tough season for them if that's the case I tend to think the same. I think they just lost too much in the offseason with, with Whitlock and Odell. And um, just, this is not the same team we saw last year win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Last game up for me is the game of the week. Cincinnati hitting the road going to Baltimore. 
Last year, Cincinnati owned Baltimore, beat them twice, and not just beat. I mean, they they beat them. They beat them soundly a couple of times. Bengals came out of the gate kind of slow, tripped up against Pittsburgh, tripped up against Dallas. Two games they probably should have won, could have won, but they self-inflicted wounds kind of uh, caused those losses. They've looked much, much better against the Jets and that Thursday night game against the Dolphins. So they've had 10 days to prepare for this game. It's a Sunday night game and a Baltimore Ravens team that has not even arguable one of the worst defenses in the league, although somehow they showed up against Buffalo. I can't figure that out. But uh, Cincinnati, I mean, they've had their way with Baltimore. I think this is a close game. I think this is a really, really good game. Lamar is putting up MVP numbers. Love Lamar Jackson. I love what Baltimore is doing. Uh, and maybe Baltimore wins here, but I think the three and a half is where I'm at, that Cincinnati keeps this within a field goal. I think it's going to come down to the end of the game, and uh, two of the best kickers in the league might decide this game. But I get three plus a hook. I'm on the fighting Bengals for 50 bucks. This one is so tough. You're right. This is the game of the week. Um, I lean the Ravens here. Uh, coming off of a you know just another bad loss, uh, I, I think that they – they will just ride Lamar Jackson uh, and and win this game in a revenge spot. Um, the Ravens have been pretty good at, at home underneath um, Lamar, and he's just been way, way better than Burrow this year. Their QBRs, I think, are 30 points apart. So uh, I, I think Lamar will get it done, and uh, the Ravens will cover the three and a half. Mm. This is a tough game. Tough, tough game. I d- <laughs> I know what it's telling me to do, and I don't want to do it because I'm not a fan of this team. But God damn it, Cincinnati plus three and a half sure seems like the play to me. So Panther, I'm going to jump on it with you. I'm going to put fifty bucks on the Cincinnati Bungles. Finally, Arch agrees with me on a game. First, first, first time I think I bet Cincinnati all year too. Oh well, I, I stood my ground. I'm a believer in the team. I think they'll. Oh, they suck. Right, they suck. So. They're, they're falling apart. <laughs> Oh, you're goddamn it! You're you're a hater. I'm done. Those are my plays. All right, let's uh, let's take a little breather here. I don't even know if we needed to talk about anything. I just want a spot to put in a commercial break. So if advertisers think you're worth a shit, your age, your location, you're going to hear a commercial break right after this. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And we're back. Phil, did you, did you want to lay out some bets, or did you want me to go? I'm going to save a few for out of bounds tonight. So you, you go ahead. Okay. Okay. So let's see here. Where am I going? Uh, one sec. Wasn't ready. Ah, yes. Uh, here we go. We're going to the top of the board. It looks like, let's scroll up here. Oh, not quite top. Just saw it. 
There we go. The Houston Texans are playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's a seven point spread. Houston plus seven, Jacksonville minus seven. It opened up minus three for Jacksonville and then it shot up to seven. I think it shot up too much. I think it, I think it went too far. I think they over oversteered. I like Houston to keep this one close. I know there's some there's some love for Jacksonville on our show. I don't share it, but I have no 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 love of Houston either. But I do think this is going to end up being a close game. Fifty bucks on the Houston Texans plus seven. Anyone can go. Anyone can talk. Yeah, I mean Panther must God just be so it, speechless. That fucking mute button. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think the Jacksonville love with with Max and I is is. It sounds greater than it really is. I, I think that game against Philadelphia, um, Max thinks it was close. I don't think it was close. They they backdoored that that last touchdown to make it look like an eight point game. But Philadelphia kind of had their way with them there after that fourteen point um, coming out of the gate there with that big pick six. I do like Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville wins the game. But, you know, to your point, Houston is playing pretty good ball. Now, their defense leaves a lot to be desired, and they're giving up 172 yards on the ground. Um, that, that really opens up the door for that thunder and lightning of James Robinson and Travis NTN. Uh, that, that could be the thing that really tilts this the Jaguars' way, able to get ball control, milk the clock, and keep Houston off the field. Not like we're really scared of Davis Mills or anything. Um, I could see where Jacksonville wins this by seven or more, but I could also see where Houston you know, loses this game by three or got, actually even wins this game. It's, it, I agree with Arch. I think it's a little closer than people maybe think. Um, so I'm leaning Jacksonville, but that's seven points. That, that's just too many. So uh, I'm just going to lean the Jags. I lean the the uh, the Texans here. I think it's Ooh. I think it's too many points. I like it when um, you lean against me. I'm sorry, but I'm not playing it. Yeah, I might not get to the window, but um, I just think seven is a lot. Houston's been playing close games. They've been finding very creative ways to lose. Um, but, you know, they're two and one against the number. So I like the Texans. All right. Oh, it's moving in my direction, too. Next up, Miami Dolphins playing the New York Jets, a, a, a game that almost triggered Kyle's uh, algorithm, but not quite. Not quite since it was a first half injury. Right. Isn't that the case? Right, yes. Right. OK. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what to make of Miami with a backup quarterback, but them on the road minus three and a half seems like too many. So we are going the New York Jets plus three and a half here for 50 bucks. Yeah, I was tempted. I, I, I think there's going to be a little bit of an overreaction. Bridgewater is a very capable quarterback. I don't think they have to alter the, the game plan or change what they've done much like the Bengals they actually had extra time to prepare for this they've known for a while that Tagliavoa was not going to play in this game um they're they have the only other road game was at Baltimore a game that they really should have lost somehow Baltimore's defense just found incredible ways to shit the bed in that game uh so they they found ways to fall behind their defense isn't that great honestly they're giving up 310 yards in the air uh so I I would like the Jets god I can't believe I'm saying this but I like the Jets better with Joe Flacco but it, it looks like it's going to be Zach Wilson again. But Zach Wilson's second like, half performance was pretty different than the first half. He looked pretty good. And, and maybe with a little extra week of practice, maybe he's got the. And here's the thing: 
Zach Wills or the Jets this year are markedly, not even close, so much better than they were last year. They've got some offensive weapons. They've got some uh, an offensive line. Their defense is playing decent enough. So I'm with you, Arch. I, I like that three and a half. I just wasn't confident enough to bet it, but a very, very heavy lean on the Jets. I am on the um, the Dolphins here. Mm. I think that Teddy, with a, an additional week of practice, knowing he's going to be the starter, he could prepare and uh, game plan with these awesome wideouts that he has. I think that they can get it done. Um, I know Zach Wilson did look better in the second half, like he said, uh, but I still I still like the Jets better with Joe Flacco. So I, yeah. uh, give me the Dolphins until the Jets prove it. I. <laughs> I, I like betting on games with backup quarterbacks, no matter when they, you know, no matter when they came in the previous week. Right. If the line is kind of an overreaction, but it's getting, you know, it's getting worse for the Dolphins. If it had opened at two and a half and went down to minus one or, or pick them, then I would be riding Dolphins hard with you, I think. Yeah, I, I just don't think there was room for an overreaction since it's been, you know, 10 days or whatever since the Dolphins have played. And we've all known Teddy was going to start since the, the second half of that Bengals game, I, I think. Gotcha. All right. Last game for me is going to make me a very unpopular person around the book club. The Philadelphia Eagles are playing the Arizona Cardinals. I had one week. I had one week where I didn't bet the fucking uh, Arizona Cardinals and we're back five and a half. Even against this mighty, mighty Philadelphia Eagles team seems like too many points. I'm taking the Cardinals plus five and a half for 50 bucks. Kind of had the same feeling. Um, you, you look at the Cardinals, particularly at home. They got absolutely destroyed week one against Kansas City. They shit the bed against a average. I mean, average might be a compliment. Rams team. Um, and, and they just haven't looked right. There's too much pressure on Kyler Murray to maybe create plays, scramble, do things with his legs. Um, the, the, the defense is giving up big plays in the air. The rush, the rush defense is pretty good. This Eagles offense, I, I mean, what is there really to slay? There's, there's so many adjectives that we can put out there for these Eagles. And part of it is maybe, just maybe, I'm not really siding with Arch here, that schedule has not been all that daunting. Detroit, Minnesota, Washington, and Jacksonville, eh, Let's challenge them a little bit. This might be a little bit more challenging. I think the Eagles still walk away with the win and remain the only undefeated team. But the five points, I'm telling you, there's something about this Cardinals team. They always seem to find a way to be a thorn in team side. And they only need to stay, what, one and one over the next two games. Just, just middle their way through these first six games. DeAndre Hopkins comes back week seven, and they could be they could be a thorn. So uh, a lean on Arizona just because of those five points. I like the birds here and the eagles, uh, the, the birds of Philadelphia, I should say. There's a lot of birds in this, this game. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, I mean, just I'm not going to bet on the Cardinals until Hopkins is back, and he just completely changes the complexion of that team and what they can do. Um, I think the the corners of Bradbury and Slay will lock down whatever's left on that that Cardinals receiving core, and the Eagles are certainly not going to let Zach Ertz beat them. So I, I think that the Birds have enough here. Jalen Hurts is playing like an MVP. Um, he leads the league in yards per attempt. He can do it on the ground. I like the Eagles minus the five. What do you think of the Eagles strength of schedule? I know that's been a kind of a sticky oh, issue in the book club. I mean, I mean, there's, there's no argument that it's one of the easiest in the NFL. I mean, it, you know, they, they were talking all summer about how easy the schedule was and it's, it's playing out just like the, the talking heads had predicted. So, um, 
you know, a lot of folks around here were calling for a 7-0, 8-0 start for the Eagles. Here we are. <laughs> right in the middle of it. All right, that's yeah. all I had, Phil. Did you have anything you wanted to talk about, or do you want to save it for Out of Bounds? I'm going to save it for Out of Bounds. I, I, I hit on a couple of my plays, though, here. Okay, okay. Very good, very good. Looking forward to it. A late night Out of Bounds tonight, is that it? A little nighttime uh, nightcap, you know, with, with Kyle. Maybe he won't even have a shirt on. Oh, we can hope. Scary thought. We can hope. Uh, you know, there's there's some comments here. Uh, we were talking about Russell Wilson being better than Geno Smith, and then Nardog said every former Jets quarterback is greater than present Russell. <laughs> uh, we were talking about Tom Brady's dating style. Uh, should he follow Leonardo's dating system from now on? Uh, there's some agreement there. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Marky Mark says, I get all the Eagles schedule talk, but you can only play who's in front of you. You can't hold it against them. Yeah, I don't hold it against them. But it makes you wonder, you know, how good they, are they really? What, you know, when they, when they face other teams, are they going to cover a five and a half point spread? That's where my head's at. Oh, yeah. To and that it, point, I, I think if you end up with a 13 game, you know, preseason schedule, if you will, not that it's that bad, but um, it really builds up your confidence. It really gets you things tightened up. You, you don't you're not injured as much. You can, you know, take um make quarters off or rotate players a little bit more i i think an easier schedule it's as we can make the argument are they really battle tested but at the same time it really gives you an opportunity to clean up your act and fine-tune some things uh, and get them ready for the playoffs i mean we've talked about this before the nfc isn't exactly all that daunting i i mean i don't even is we challenge philadelphia's schedule but who in the nfc do we really think is that freaking good just the Eagles, I think. <laughs> the Eagles. I mean, at this point, maybe the 49ers. I, I don't know. The Niners are waking up a little Packers. bit. Yeah. yeah. I don't like the Packers. I don't like what I'm seeing out of Tampa Bay. Um, shit, the, the Vikings. God, that, I, that almost blew up saying that. No, I yeah, think. Go, he, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I was just going to say, go get your Jimmy Garoppolo MVP tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, we we quote Belichick all the time on this show, especially the you know the the you are what your record says you are, and your record says you're very good. That's why I didn't bet the the Carolina or the Jesus Christ the uh, I didn't bet the Cardinals money line. <laughs> I wanted the point spread. I'm pretty sure Philadelphia comes out of this five and zero, oh, and you know they're still they'll probably make the playoffs. A lot of teams with the weaker schedules make the playoffs. The Rams have done it a few times. They had a weak schedule, make the playoffs, and make some noise. So to Panthers' point, maybe playing a weaker schedule allows you to keep some of your guys fresher, so you're, you're not risking injury. Exactly. Yeah, I, I just hope the Eagles don't win the Super Bowl because Kyle will be unsufferable. Well, I didn't know there was more levels beyond this one. So, <laughs> hey, before we get out of here, guys, I, I, nobody brought this up, and I know Phil, you pretty much have a say on every game. But Arch is one of your favorite plays, minus two and a half. Chargers at the Browns. I, I found this to be a really interesting game. My came this close to betting the Browns, and, and is that the right side? Um. Let me I'm scrolling through to see if I like this one or not. Uh, yeah, I li- I'm leaning the Browns pretty hard. Uh, just couldn't quite couldn't quite get there. I'm a little worried about this one. I like it better when it opens at two and a half, not the one. That, that that's what that's what kind of threw me off just a little right. bit. But I'm leaning the Browns pretty hard. And I will post all my plays. You know that I'm really sitting down and betting with my real size bankroll, not not the DGen bankroll. I post those on Sunday morning in the NFL DGen chat in the in the book club. 
Max Bet Pinnacle. That's yeah, that's right. Max Bet Pinnacle. There <laughs> we go. That's the goal, baby. That's the goal. One day we're going to be max betting at Pinnacle. Uh, anything else you want to touch on? I'm good. Um, well, that was good. That was it for me. What did we talk about today? We talked about the NFL and only the NFL. Good times. Good times, man. I love it. I love being in the middle of it. Only week five. We still have plenty more to go. Uh, but for now, Phil, that's it. That's it. I, I mean, it, what, a, what an awesome, awesome weekend. we got college football, got some racing, NFL. This is an awesome weekend. Join the book club. We bet on everything. Mm-hmm. Kill it, Panther. I kill it. Uh, you guys, we're trying to we're trying to put together another winning parlay. I need you guys to participate in this action. Phil, what is your stone cold lock of the week? Oh, Lord. Go to Arch first. Arch. Give me the Cardinals plus five and a half. Arizona with that five and a half. I like it. Man, that one that one really hurts my feelings. So I'm going to take the uh, the Ravens. <laughs> oh, go fuck yourself. There it is. What did you say? He's you say on the Phil? he's on the Ravens. Oh, well, fuck you, Phil. Ah, now I'm we have to lay points there. I I like Seattle to cover that that five points. I'll take this the Seahawks. We got a bunch of birds, right? Cardinals, Ravens, and Seahawks. I don't even know if Seahawks are, is a real thing. But before we get out of here, uh, I've got to give a they shout are now. out to our... Gino. They are now. Oh, yeah, they're flying now. I got rid of Russ. Uh, before we get out of here, got to give a shout out to our newest degenerate. Joined a little after midnight. Get some late late people in the, in the book club. But Giggle Snort, popping in a little after midnight and popping in this morning. Welcome to the big show. Glad to have you. The book club is where we're hanging out. It's where you guys can call us out by name, and we'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did last week, what you're doing this week in the NFL, and when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.